because today's message is called Resurrected Destiny. And the Lord has been talking to me about purpose and destiny recently and how there's been things inside of us that have shut down. We've forgotten about things God has put inside of us. And the Lord is saying, I'm going to resurrect those things. I'm going to resurrect that fire. I'm going to resurrect those things that have lied there dormant. Uh, prophetic words that maybe you've gotten in the past and you haven't seen them come to flourishing. God's like, it's a now time. It's, com it's coming and it's here now. It's not coming tomorrow. It's not coming next year. It's maybe, you know, uh, well, God will think about it. No, it's happening now. That's why he's bringing in the souls for harvest right now. Because he's aligning people that are coming in this place that have been called for a long time. And he's waking them up. You know, God doesn't wake things up inside of us just so we can sit still and, and, and sit there with all of these things. He wakes us up to waken up to our purpose and our destiny. Not just to wake up and, and, and sit there and say, oh, I'm awake now. When you wake up in the morning, you wake up to go do something. You don't wake up just so that way you can just wake up for the day. There's an agenda. There's a list of goals. There's things you got to get done. If not, you would stay in bed all day. There's got to be purpose. You've got to be purpose-driven. That's why people that are depressed won't wake up. They stay asleep, they stay in bed because there's no purpose flourishing out of them for them to wake up, get up and do something. That's how the enemy works. He wants you depressed, he wants you to, to relinquish things. And, and, and we're not in that time to relinquish and give up. I was watching this uh, movie not too long ago about the royal family and it spoke volumes to me. You know, if you think about Queen Elizabeth, her family was not up next to receive the crown. Because somebody relinquished their position in the kingdom, here her, her and her family come in and take hold of that position because somebody else relinquished it. Listen to, to you it in your spirit. This is not about any of that. This is about the kingdom of God. This is about what happens when we relinquish things of the Lord, that it affects a whole generation. It doesn't just affect you. See, right now, the enemy's been attacking you in your mind, wanting you to give up, wanting you to walk away from your destiny and your purpose. He's doing it on purpose because he wants you to relinquish for a whole generation what God has put inside of you. So it doesn't just affect you. It affects your whole entire family. It affects your kids. It affects your grandkids. It affects those that are coming later on in your lineage. It affects everything. You know, they, they, uh, their, lives, <laughs> their lives were not raised up to have an office in the kingdom. Their lives were as ordinary as they could be because they still had a connection with the kingdom. But what happened was there was a transition that took place when they decided to agree to the position and position themselves. They began to get trained and equipped to take the position God had given to them. You see what I'm 
God is training and equipping people in this house right now to take position what is rightfully theirs. And he doesn't want you to relinquish it. See, they had to change their mindset. They went to classes that helped them understand the, the value of the kingdom. They had to become kingdom-minded. The kingdom came first. It came first before their siblings. It came first before their moms and dads. It came first. It superseded everything else in their life was the kingdom. That's how they're raised. That's how they're taught. That's how we're raised. That's how we should be taught. That the kingdom of God comes first in our lives and it supersedes anything else. It supersedes our, our, our relationship with our parents. It supersedes what we've been taught in the past. It comes first. And some of us haven't gotten there yet, but we will be there. Because to have the kingdom first represents sacrifice. Nothing else, right? Nothing else will do. When you get to a point that nothing else would do but God, the kingdom comes first. We are in such a timing of the Lord right now. There's been uh, just such a resistance, in a resistance for your destiny. The very thing that you're having the hardest time doing right now and saying yes to God, that's part of your destiny. It is. It is part of your destiny. Because when you don't know how to say yes to the Lord or you're struggling to say yes to him, that's part of your destiny. If it's hard for you, it's because there's great value in it. If it's hard for you, it's because breakthrough is right there. It's the hardest decisions of your life that you have to make that are the biggest breakthroughs of your destiny. It's you saying yes. What, what does it say? It's I surrender. We say, see, all these songs, we're speaking about surrendering unto the Lord, unto the kingdom of God. I surrender. I surrender. You surrender everything to him. You lay everything at his feet. Everything you think you have planned in your mind, everything that you think you should be doing and not doing in your mind, you surrender it. So that way you can take on the mindset of the kingdom. There has to be a transition that comes that transitions you so you can step in and cross over. That's what the people had to do after being in the wilderness for 40 years. They had to change their mindset to cross over to the promises. They had to change their mindset to go uh, to go to the milk and honey, right? And they had to believe it like they were talking earlier. We are such in a timing of the Lord. Um, Apostle Peter shared this on Thursday, that when we had our Thursday night service, that he could hear the clicking of the, 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 the clock and the timing of the Lord um, just clicking and, and, and turning together. You know, if the gears are off on a clock, it won't, it won't work. So the gears have to all come lined up together for them to function together. Right now, God is aligning on his, us, us on his timing. We're being aligned right now in his timing. We have entered into a new seven-year cycle. God does things in sevens. 
We are entering into a new seven-year cycle. The Lord is moving us into the now, and the new things are here now. And see, <laughs> Isaiah 48, 6 and 7, you have heard, declare it. I have made you hear new things from this time, even hidden things, and you do not know them. <laughs> Let me say that again. You do not know them. I know. I know that word. I've got it memorized. I know. No, you do not know them. <laughs> they are created now and not, and not from the beginning and before this day you've heard them. Lest you should say, of course I knew them. <laughs> if the Lord is sending the new, then our response can no longer be from a stance of knowing of head knowledge but coming with an expectation of the Holy Spirit for the new to come. Pulling from heaven the new treasures he has for us, coming in with excitement, ready to siege a new day. You know what siege means? <laughs> there, <laughs> siege talks about the act or process of surrendering and attacking a fortified place in such a way as to isolate it from help and supplies for the purpose of lessening the resistance of the defenders and thereby making capture possible. It's a persistent effort to overcome resistance. <laughs> it's time for us to siege the day. 1 Corinthians 14, 31 through 33. It talks about, for you can all prophesy in turn and in an environment where all present can be instructed, encouraged, and strengthened. And the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets, for God is the God of harmony, not confusion. As is the pattern in all the churches of God's holy believers. If you've been confused, that's not of the Lord. Not of the Lord. And I'm telling you right now, he has created us to be overcomers, overcoming resistance within ourselves. We have to stop resisting and stop battling with ourselves in our own minds. That's where the battle's at. 1 John 5, 4. For whatever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. We're not to called to look like the world and be confused. We are solution people. People should be coming to us and, and seeking out solution from us because we should be pulling down from heaven the solutions and saying, you know what? The kingdom of God has the solutions. The kingdom of God is where we're pulling from, from the heavenlies, that we're pulling down the treasures, we're pulling on down his goodness, and then we're presenting it to the people as they're coming with the problems. People should be running to the church right now. They're running to the church, but they won't run to a church that is confused that they don't even know what they're doing right now, that they have no backbone and no foundation that they're standing on, that they're believing the word of God and that what he speaks is going to happen and nothing else is going to prevail the kingdom of God. What he speaks is what's going to happen. And that's the end of the discussion on that. He is moving us from wisdom to revelation. He's taking us from the milk to the meat. It's the word manifested in the flesh. 
We know our word. We've, 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 we've learned it. We've memorized it. That's all great. But it's a different thing when you experience the word of God. When it gets into your bones. Have you ever, heard, have you ever felt the word of God get into your bones? Because when it gets into your bones and it penetrates your bones, then the fire comes on your bones. And it brings those dead bones to life again. <laughs> Shima. <laughs> See, there's a wind that comes of transformation when the word gets in your bones. And it like comes around you and it spins around your body. And it, it, it turns things around for you in your life. It big, it, transformation comes and it begins to turn things that were meant for bad to good. And what, what the enemy meant for destruction, he turns it around for you. There's a flipping of the script that I call it. It is time to awaken like in Romans 13, 11, 14. 11 through 14. And that knowing the time... That now is the high time to awake out of the sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we, when we believed. The night is far spent and the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of the light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and in drunkenness, not in chambering or wantedness, but in strife and uh, envying. But ye, the Lord Jesus Christ, has not, has not prov provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust. Get out of your flesh to get in the spirit. That's what that means. Get out of your flesh to get into your spirit. We are of a, a, a time of arising right now in Isaiah 61 through 8. Everybody's eyes is on Jerusalem right now. Let me tell you, they have a good future. I don't care what the media says. I don't care what anybody says, actually, because in the word of God, it says something different. It says, Arise, Jerusalem, let your light shine for all to see. For the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. And darkness as black as night covers all the nations of the earth. All nations will come to your light. Mighty kings will come to see your radiance. Come and see, for everybody is coming home. That's the souls for harvest. Everybody's coming home. Your sons are coming from distant lands. The prodigal sons we were talking about this morning, they're coming in from the distant lands. Your little daughters will be carried home. Your eyes will shine. Your heart will, will thrill with joy for merchants from around the world will come to you. They will bring you the wealth of many lands. Vast caravans of, uh, of, uh, of camels will coverage on you. The camels of Midian and Ethan, the people of Sheba will bring gold and frankincense and will come worshiping the Lord. The flocks of Kadar will be given to your Uriah, and the rams of Nippieth will be brought from for my altars. I will accept their offerings. I will make my temple glorious. And what do I see flying like clouds of Israel, like doves to their nest? Those is that's what it's going to look like when these souls come pouring in this place. Doves going to their nest. Because there's a sound that they're hearing from this place. There's a sound when we're going out and we're hitting the streets. And something's awakening in them of their purpose and their destiny that they didn't even know was there. 
and they're hearing this sound and they're feeling in the spirit. God, I pray right now that you open our ears and our eyes right now, God. Open our ears, open our eyes, God, to see what you have for those souls you're bringing in this house, Lord. We are at a time of advancing, moving forward, taking hold of what God has given us. In Joshua 1.9, this is my command, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Don't be discouraged. We're in the best time of our life. That's what we say, we're having the best life. In this house, that's what we say. I have a little plaque by the bathrooms out there that says, we're living our best life. That's where we should be right now. We are living our best life. The world tells you something different. The media tells you something different. But the kingdom of God shows up and says, we're living our best life. Proverbs 19.20. Listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. That's wisdom. Wisdom comes through Holy Spirit. You know, Apostle Pete was talking about the commissioning. The commissioning is here, and the instruction and the orders are here this morning. You know, when a military person gets their new assignment, they don't get their assignment and look at it and say, Oh, you know what? I don't really like that country. I don't really like going to that place. You know, it gets real cold or it gets real hot. No, I don't think so. I don't want to go. Here's a, the assignment back. It's not to go do this military assignment this time. Then why do we think we can? We serve the kingdom of God, the king of all kings. Why do we feel we have a choice when we don't? There's assignments being released of new vision this morning. <laughs> the eagles are arising. Have you ever seen the military and how they stance and they buck out their chest and they stand straight because they're ready to receive their next orders of what is supposed to be given to them? They don't sound, they don't pout and complain. And they're like, oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, my God, why, Lord? I don't understand. No, they stand with authority. They stand with, when they signed that paper that I want to be in the military, they knew that they had to sacrifice their own lives for many other people. We're celebrating Memorial Day, right? Let me tell you, I promise you, you ask any military person, they want to be at home with their family. They don't want to be across the world somewhere. They don't want to be in a ship for months and months at a time, never even seeing their loved ones. But they do it. There is a sacrifice. And guess what? When the orders come in, they stand at attention like this. And they say, yeah, give me what I need to receive, my assignment, my new assignment. God is releasing new assignments, but he wants you to stand up 
with your back straight when you receive this assignment. He wants you to know that you stand on his word and the concrete and the foundation underneath you cannot be moved. It cannot be shaken. We always talk about this shaking. I will not be shaken. I will not be shaken. But we are shaken because we're refusing to believe the word of God and what it speaks that you won't be shaken. Your destiny is now. Your future is now. It's not later. It's not a thing that you're waiting for anymore. But you have to take hold of it. You can't walk it walk away. You can't throw it away in the trash. Think it's going to disappear. You're marked by heaven. You are chosen by God. What an opportunity we have that we're chosen by him. He marked you when you were in your mother's womb. He said, that one right there, he's going to be a pastor. That one right there is going to be an evangelist. That one right there is going to be a teacher. That one right there is going to be an apostle. You see how he marks his children? Just like we name our children when we have kids, he marks us of what we're going to do with our lives. He doesn't just have you be born and say, oh, yeah, you know, he'll, we'll just see what, what happens with him. We'll just see where he ends up, where she ends up. And, you know, we're just rolling the dice here, paying a, playing a <laughs> Russian roulette or something, you know. <laughs> That's not the kind of God he is. He's not saying, you know, well, you may have a good life. You may have a good future. We don't know. No, he's saying you will, and you, and you are going to do what he's called you to do. I don't care how much you run, how fast you run. He's going to find you because he's everywhere. He's everywhere. He's in your car. He's, he's there at your house. He's when you're running to go to do your next worldly thing. He's there. He's there. The Lord told me a long time ago. I remember walking on a beach and the Lord reminded me. He's all, even though you were living in sin and not living of my ways, I still brought you to the beach that you asked me to bring you to years ago when you didn't know any better. Because you're a son and a daughter. Whether your son and daughter makes a mistake or messes up, his destiny and his purpose are still there. The, the, the devil cannot steal away the purpose and destiny God has put on your life. That's why they're coming home. But I want to make sure that what they come home to is worth coming home to. That they come into a house of love. That they come into a house of embrace to want to stay for a while. I don't want them to just come in this house and then want to leave again because out there looks better than what looks in here. See, there's a, there's a radical thing God wants to bring in this house. That's why he's sending in radical people. You want to talk about a shaking, God sends radical people to shake things up in the spirit. And some of you might be offended by the shaking of the Lord. <laughs> I was so messed up last weekend because... Let me tell you, God will do whatever he has to do to position you for your purpose and destiny. 
and none of it makes sense. If you're trying to make sense of it, you're not going to be able to. I'm telling you right now, it's not going to make sense. It's going to seem like that confusion they were talking about. But know that if you trust in him, it's going to move on to something greater. I'm going to share on that in just a few minutes here. But I remember seven years ago, last weekend, the Lord gave me opportunity to go somewhere out of nowhere. I did not plan to take a trip. I did not plan to go anywhere. There was an opportunity for me to travel out to go somewhere. I never leave my family. I knew that I had a burning inside my belly that I had to be there in this place. I didn't know why. I just said yes. I said yes. I packed my bags. And I got in the car and went to another part of Alabama. And when I was traveling there, there was such chaos that broke out. Because in the northern part of Alabama, there was tornadoes coming. And the southern part was cra crazy weather, storms. We were singing about the storms this morning. <laughs> and, I, and we're driving in the car, and it's peaceful. There's no rain or storms. But in the south, there had already been coming storms. And in the north, where my family was at, were the tornadoes. And it was chaos. And I said, man, Lord, there must be really something great that I'm going to come and pick up because um, this is crazy. And I'll share the bits and pieces that I'm allowed to share with you. A lot of it is for my family. But I want to share this to give you encouragement that everything you're doing right now, everything that you did seven years ago is for now time. The good and the bad God uses because he turns the bad to turn it around for good. Every part of it gets turned for good. And so we go down there. Seven years later, last weekend, the very conference that we were at was called Winds of Change. Weren't they releasing the winds this morning? The winds of change were here this morning. So last weekend, they got together again. Seven years later... I didn't get to be there this time, but I knew when I went there, I went to pick up justice. The Lord was so precise on my destiny being there that he put me in the house of, of a Supreme Court judge there. And I remember after I left that place, I said, man, I said, I was here for justice. I came all the way over here, left my family in the tornado weather. See, it didn't make sense in the natural in the natural, I wanted to go back home, right? Because you're like being tested through the storm. And you're like, I just want to go back home. I just want to give up. I just want to, I, I don't need to go over there. And the Lord's saying, no, 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 press through. Keep moving forward and watch what I do. That same night, I'm going to tell you how crazy it got. That same night, 10 to 15 inches of rain within two hours fell. We walked out of that place, and I was like, what happened? The water was all the way to the doors of the cars. I was like, this is crazy intense. But I remember us praying for the storms to be moved. I remember us going out to the beaches, and we threw up our hands because, see, you don't understand the authority that lies inside of you. 
and how what you speak and what you declare, like they were talking about earlier, has an effect in the natural, in the atmosphere. And how you can shift and move things in the natural that you're speaking through the Spirit of the Lord. And so we went out there, and it was, it was just, it was crazy chaotic. And then God brings us to a now time. And some really big names were there that weekend that I got to be with. So they got together again this past weekend. And they start talking about how death is important in transition. The dying to self. Some of us have experienced death in the natural. And the Lord began to speak to me through this. And he says, you know, all that you thought you lost, you really didn't lose. You really gained. The death had to come for your transition to come. See, after death, there's confusion, right? Where we've kind of been at lately. I'm confused. Did you say that, God? Is that what you spoke, God? I don't know, Lord, if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, God. And the confusion comes in, and it's not of the Lord. But then right after that, he began to release the clarity comes in your new land. See, eventually the storms stop, and they clear up. And the sky clears up. And everything clears up. And then your eyes can begin to see again, and the heavy rain stops. Just close your eyes right now because the Lord wants to do something in your spirit. There's clarity in a new land. God, we speak clarity this morning in the new land, God, that you have for us this season, Lord. Clarity, God, for our purpose and our destiny, Lord. Nothing is done in vain, Lord. Everything has a purpose. And a destiny, Lord. Whatever it took to get us to a now time, to right here, right now, this morning, God. Everything, all the, the, the hoops and, and, and the making of decisions and all of that, God, to bring us to a now time. Such a time as this, God. You did everything you had to do, God, to position us for the new orders and the commissioning this morning, Lord. See, all the way through, I kept seeing armadillos all the way through coming to the bottom part of Alabama. And armadillos represented change and risk. We have to change, and there is some risk. But the, all of the kingdom of heaven is backing us up. We've got to be risk takers. Us coming here was a risk taker. Us positioning ourselves here was there was a lot of risk involved. We didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know what it was going to look like. And God says, yeah, you can take a risk on my kingdom and my promises and what I've spoken over you. I'm, I'm, I'm worth risking for. They started releasing about 
the double coming out of Alabama. And when we got here, that's the very thing that God gave us to bring to this region was a double. That there would be double blessings. There would be double honor. See, the church has done a poor job. But when the kingdom of God arrives, change comes. We don't want to have church in this place. We want to be risk takers. We want to just flow with the winds of change that whatever God tells us to do, we're going to be obedient to do it. That's where he wants to take you, see, because the wind is blowing this morning over your sailboats, over your boats this morning. And those that have been with us from the very beginning understand that this is a lighthouse and the boats are coming in. Why? Because he's restoring the boats again. So that way they can be sent out and bring change everywhere they go. And he's sending it with fresh fire. He's like, not only are, are the boats coming in, but when they leave, they're going to leave with fresh fire. They're going to leave restored. They're going to leave this place healed. They're going to leave this place back to where they should have been. Maybe they got off their path a little bit, and God gets them like a, a chess piece on a chessboard and puts them back in the position they were supposed to be the whole time. See, we want to wander off and go do our own thing. And we were talking about and singing about this morning the will of God. The will of God is coming on your life this morning. And he's aligning you again with those things of heaven and what he wants to do. Let's just stand this morning. See, what happens when you align yourself with heaven is favor comes. When you're in his will, he will knock your socks off with his goodness. That's what uh, Richard was up here talking about earlier. He wants to knock your socks off with his goodness. Because you've chosen him. Because you said yes to him. God, we thank you this morning, God. Oh, you're aligning purposes and destiny, God, because you allowed the book of destinies to fall from heaven, God. God, I pray that you begin to remind us, God, of the call, Lord. You're calling people back home, God. You're calling them back home, God. You're saying, come home. Welcome home, sons and daughters. Welcome home. Come back home. It's okay if you lost your way. It's okay if you got a little confused. It's okay if you got a little dismayed. Oh, mercy's here this morning. <laughs> Oh, mercy, dear. He's extending mercy.
watching Daylight right there where you're at, and he's saying it's okay. It's okay if you did. His mind never changes for you. His purpose and his destiny has always been the same, and he has not changed his mind. because God's going to give it to you and it's going to come with fresh fire on your body this morning <laughs> that fire is going to bring healing to your body too oh Jesus <laughs> oh I'm so thankful Lord <laughs> let's just thank the Lord this morning let's just thank him for the fresh fire let's just thank him for your purpose and your destiny oh he pulled us out of some dark places. Oh, he pulled us out of dark places and his light's coming in right now. Oh, your light's coming in, Daddy. Your light's coming in and the darkness is fleeing right now. Lord. Minds are getting set free this morning. Setting free the minds right now. If you're having some 
mental issues you've been diagnosed with or, or maybe you've been struggling in your mind with confusion. The Spirit of the Lord is here and He's releasing it upon you right now. Bye. 